Hello and welcome, my beautiful listeners and equally beautiful snakes, to good. another episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is good. Just <laughs> take, you want to take that from the top? <laughs> good evening, my snaky compatriots. <laughs> I'm not cutting a single bit of this. <laughs> You know what? The behind the scenes look. This is how it all goes. Everyone is beautiful. Yeah, this <laughs> like, is yeah, extra right. bonus content. <laughs> so every, everyone's beautiful, even and especially the snakes. Yes. Okay. Your scales are lovely. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you are. And welcome. Good, as host We're number two said. And, <laughs> and welcome to another, yet another episode of Kvetch and Session. Welcome to it, y'all. We were very committed to not <laughs> waiting another month, but let me tell you, circumstances <laughs> <laughs> did, circumstances did say, or fate, I guess, or karma, maybe karma was like, haha, are you sure? Or to quote John Cena, are you sure about that? <laughs> but we did it. We said, no, John, we're doing it. Yeah, John Cena with your discouraging attitude. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, clearly, we're doing great. We're doing great. We're tempting fate. We're good to kvetch. I'm, I'm host number one who is devastated uh, because she went to her local primary care today and was told, listen, this is, as someone who, who grew up as a relatively tall lady mm -hmm. for ladies uh, being told that you're five seven when you've been told your entire life you are taller than five seven just is okay. is crushing it's a crushing blow and today i was told that i was five seven so either i'm prematurely shrinking like the old lady that i actually am or i'm hunching like the old lady that i actually am and neither of these are great can we have just a brief moment of not silence but just warmth for host number one, who has received that very <laughs> devastating news this fine day. May her height return like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I'm host number two, still just barely pushing 5'5", five five. Feeling, feeling very sick, but mm -hmm. not too sick to hang with host number one and all these beautiful people. Take that, John Cena. Yeah, suck it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what the latest discourse is or isn't around John Cena, but if, if John Cena's cool, sorry, man. I don't know. Maybe he'll find this funny. Do you think it's funny that we just told you <laughs> maybe, to suck it? We maybe it someone will find this funny. Yeah. <laughs> if we mean it respectfully. <laughs> suck it respectfully. The host. Suck it one. with love. Suck it with love. <laughs> <sighs> it's like a James Bond movie, but like the dirty version. <laughs> like a, oh god, yeah, the porn parody. <laughs> oh no. Maybe we should have waited a month. Maybe we should <laughs> Maybe this will be our hottest episode yet. Oh, so spicy. NSFW, 18 plus, not for children. <laughs> Trigger Which, warning every I mean, with the with the amount of expletives we drop in every episode, it if your children are listening, I don't know. You do you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Those are advanced <sighs> language children. Let's just put it that way. 
<laughs> so my dear, dear friend is feeling sick. Host number two. It's not great. I and all of the snakes are wishing her a speedy recovery, but we thought this would be a convenient uh, way to talk about our first topic, which we've titled self-care under capitalism. L-O-L. <laughs> which is, if we're talking about the word self-care, it has been capitalismed within an inch of its life because it's just a term used to sell you more things Ooh, as opposed yeah. to what it actually is sidebar oh she's right she's right drink this smoothie or eat cake or buy this workout thing or go shopping now listen for some people i'm sure that is self-care but right. it doesn't have like it, it the origin of it is not in like purchase this thing and you yeah. will feel better but anyway despite that i'm still getting sidetracked so listen how many yeah. of us have historically asked ourselves on a day where we were kind of feeling cruddy, like if we should call out sick or go home from work or what have you. Oh, but yeah. how, but how many of us have either thought like, eh, it's like not bad enough or, mm -hmm. eh, you know, I don't want to, I'm going to look like I'm not showing up for the company or, eh, speaking of showing up for the company, let me just insert this here because we're just doing great today. Uh, <laughs> this view and any other views expressed in this podcast do not Ooh. reflect the views of our employers. Just Once again, she's right. Whether she's or not right. it be about sick or not sick. <laughs> Back to the point. Thank you, host number one. <laughs> Very important. You know, worrying about uh, taking too much time off or looking bad or, oh, you're not actually that sick. Mm -hmm. it, there's definitely at least where we are in the grand us of a mm -hmm. like uh, sick sick leave is a thing but like it's not it's not really it's a thing that's almost i wouldn't say shameful to use mm -hmm. but it's really something that people avoid using for a variety oh, yeah. of reasons it's a weird thing to have like an offering that people try not to use yeah that's exactly what it is though like, oh, God, if I was sick over the weekend, oh, I have sick time, but it's a Monday. Does it look weird if I call out sick on a Monday because I just came off the weekend? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Or like, yeah, yeah. It's part or, of the quote unquote benefits. Or, oh, I have a big, you know, I have to present on something, but I'm feeling sick as a dog. Mm -hmm. I don't want to let down people like like a meeting can't be rescheduled. like all right i know meetings are hard to schedule still but like though, a meeting can't be rescheduled if you're actually sick right right like it totally can and i don't know the higher up the chain you are the more easily it is rescheduled for you for dumber reasons mm -hmm. oh my god yeah no you're right it's like it's, it's not that heavy <laughs> or just and again, this is all in the context of pre-COVID. Something we've talked about in earlier podcasts is the people who have, by no choice of their own, mm -hmm. conditions and symptoms and natural bodily functions that totally sideline them. Yeah. I don't know, say once a month approximately yeah. or at other frequencies, you know, mm -hmm. people who are dealing with other chronic illnesses. Sorry, not to imply that <laughs> menstruating is a chronic illness. People right. who have chronic illnesses, <laughs> you know, who yeah. trust me again, if they had a choice of not having that, they would choose to not have it. 
but it's definitely viewed as, you know, if you take sick time that you desperately need, it's viewed negatively. And I think because there's this assumption that people who are doing it don't actually need to take it. Yes, almost always. And especially to your point chronically, especially if you are someone who suffers with, I don't know, endometriosis, like and you monthly end up with, I don't, I don't struggle with that myself. Um, so I don't know the ins and outs super intimately, but I understand that like it's something that would be pretty routine for you and feeling the pressure of like, uh oh, this is going to look bad because there's a day of the month that like by no fault of my own, I am completely incapacitated. Yeah. Or that whole thing of, oh, being visible in the office, you know, does that mean that a lot of women, for example, are inherently going to be overlooked, not because they're not doing a good job, but because by, again, no choice of their own. Yes. They are not able to function a couple of days out of the month. Yeah. Or more frequently than that, even mm -hmm. though maybe they that means they work have to work extra hard, you know, when they're not feeling like crap. Yeah. And do an excellent job. It's like, well, they're, you know, I don't know that they can really show up. And I'm making broad statements. Yeah. But I think there's definitely, if someone's out sick a lot, I think it's, it becomes more of a judgment thing. Yeah. Than an, oh no, that sucks. I hope they feel better. I can't yeah. imagine what it must be like to need to be out that often. Yeah. Like, absolutely. And that's not even getting into the shite parental leave policies and how in some places this like the state literally has to force it to exist because companies aren't obligated to do it themselves yeah and then it's like <laughs> oh um hope that you are ready to leave your what is it like 12 weeks how old is the baby at 12 weeks like what is that two months and change hope you're ready to leave like your two to four month year old with a stranger i was gonna now. say if 12 weeks is usually more like four 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 months four? Three? Oh no, my bad math is showing three. Yikes. It's your bad math is better than my bad math. Three months. <laughs> I'm so good at math. Like here, okay, you've been home for three months now. You should be comfortable leaving your child with a stranger. And if you're not, that's on you. What? Well, also the whole thing with, I've, I've worked with people who during pregnancy had a variety of again, not illnesses, but conditions and symptoms or sometimes things that pop up only during pregnancy or oh, yeah. you're in the hospital and that requires taking a lot of sick time because again, you, maybe you chose, you chose to get pregnant, but you didn't choose to have the particular response to pregnancy that your body decided to have. Exactly. But that's, you know, like, oh, you're going to take parental leave eventually. And now you're also taking time off because yeah. God forbid you how dare you i mean and that's you know people are sympathetic to that but so, again i think that's also right i think that has to do with the frequency like if you're near the end of your pregnancy people i think probably care less and yeah. are more concerned versus if you were again someone who had to do it all the time it's, you know it's again that frequency thing like even if you legitimately need it if you're taking too much sick, sick time you must be lying yes absolutely absolutely you're you're not a benefit you are not considered an asset to the company if you are working your hardest and doing an excellent job and also need to take excess sick time. Yeah. Some bullshit. That is some but capitalist you, bullshit. You know, one of, again, saying that anything was a positive with the pandemic is tricky. Totally. But as with a lot of things, 
it it sure did seem for a hot minute that maybe sick days are going to be taken a little more seriously given the whole, you know, you really don't want someone with, I don't know, COVID to come yeah. into the office and infect literally everyone because they feel like they need to be there. Same thing with a cold, the, the adage, right? That someone goes into the office and they're sick and you see the sickness pass mm -hmm. down or through or whatever, however your office is oriented. Everybody's going to get sick yeah. if somebody comes in sick. Absolutely. And no one's ever happy to hear like, oh yeah, you know, you Joe was in here and he, he had walking pneumonia, but he came <laughs> into work anyway. It's, Why? <laughs> yeah. Why do we applaud that? Why do we celebrate that? But, you know, so it seemed like there was, oh, you know, we need to let people take sick leave because it's really important and helps stop, you know, the spread of easily preventable illness. Yeah. And then again, productivity, right? If one mm -hmm. person is sick and they stay home and the rest of the people don't get sick, then other people don't have to take time. Mm -hmm. But of course, now that the CDC has said that COVID's over, I mean, now that the CDC has said <laughs> that you don't have to wear a mask, wait, now that the CDC said, if you're vaccinated you don't need to wear masks and if you're unvaccinated pretty please by the honor system wear your mask uh now that every now that everyone's decided that covid is over mm -hmm. everyone again is deciding that remote work doesn't actually work and again it doesn't work for everybody but remote right. work as an option is no longer not as urgent to be an option because right. it's not needed anymore not like it worked so well not like it worked perfectly for the past year and a half oh wait it did so I really don't see how the discourse around, you know, being sick is not gonna, uh, you know, control Z as well, mm -hmm. because I think just the, the quickness with which, oh, we can be unmasked indoors. And again, I think I talked about this last time, but study after study shows that outdoor transmission is very unlikely. So sure, right. go nuts, go ham, throw your mask. Well, don't throw your mask on the ground. That's littering. Throw your mask <laughs> on the ground and then pick it up and put it in your pocket. Yeah. Indoor transmission is super high. And so yeah. even if we're not talking COVID, you know, just indoor spreading your germs around. Yes. It's disgusting. <laughs> But but please, like everyone, go back to work, and uh, I'm probably and, and honestly, I think without companies sort of articulating that they actually care about you taking sick time, you know, there's been a lot of op eds and all of that, but mm -hmm. I don't really think comp any, many companies are saying, look, if you're sick, you need to stay home. They're saying we need to commune. People yeah. are still going to come in when they're sick because if they're not hearing that it's okay like really okay right and you can't just put out a little message that says we want you like a really hear the message from leadership and whoever else that it's okay right people are still gonna come into work when they're sick mm -hmm. if nothing else i think i'm probably fine or this and that and again coupled with the fact that if you're vaccinated you don't need to wear masks mm -hmm. and again everyone else is on the honor system that's <laughs> it's just gonna be back to to square one absolutely and I think this this whole thing doesn't change the fact that historically, which host number three on the last podcast, I think brought up, like there's tons of immunocompromised people for a variety of reasons, people with mm -hmm. different conditions where they're gonna get sick more easily in general. And so again, how is it so hard to give a crap about all of these people? It's really hard because I guess money's on the line or whatever, and it's not convenient to do it, to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And on top of all of that, to de like to then, and I don't know, maybe I'm projecting this, but then to demonize the people who are just like, you know, okay, I'm back in society, but I'd like to continue wearing my mask in 
to your point, indoor spaces, it, demonize those people. It, I don't know if you've experienced this. I, now I fall on the very risk averse scale. So I'm not certainly your average person maybe in this situation, but like you feel weird mm -hmm. when you walk into places and you're the only ones wearing a mask. No one's yep. like said anything to me ever, mm -hmm. but I've heard stories or I've, you know, classically with this podcast, I saw something on Twitter or wherever <laughs> where someone, you know, was going into a store and someone coming out was like, you don't, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, why do you need to say, they know, I'm sure they yeah. know. Uh, all of the signage says, you know, masks not required or masks required if you're unvaccinated. Like I can read. Right. Again, leave, let me, let people do what they're going to do, which again, unfortunately, all the, um, actually boys and the devil's mm -hmm. advocate boys are going to come out of the woodwork and say, well, before, why weren't you like people who chose not to wear masks? It's like, well, because in the case of people who chose not to wear masks, like you're actively putting other people in danger. Whereas right. the worst thing it, with you wearing a mask when you don't have to is you have to smell your own bad breath. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's also on you. But I don't know like, I, I, sorry. I can, so, no, I just, my final thought is like, I can totally see when, you know, as more people go into work, those people that opt to wear a mask are going to get, you know, whether it's joking or not, probably a lot of shit for it. And especially oh, yeah. where leaders have decided that they're over COVID. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of leaders have decided that they're over COVID. Yeah. I also wonder how that's going to affect sort of your perception. Like, sorry that I'm doing this thing that literally doesn't harm anybody. And if anything protects everybody, if I happen to be sick. Yeah. But I don't know, uh, you know, uh, you're worrying too much. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm doing this thing that the CDC proved works to prevent the spread of illness. Like <laughs> when I, I don't know if I told this story last week, um, but I actually did get confronted. Uh, not confronted. That makes it sound violent, and it wasn't. Oh, but you! I think you did. Where where you were getting something, and they were like, "You don't have to wear a mask." Yeah, we were right? getting. My partner was getting a beverage at a sort of like an outdoor, kind of outdoor piece of a restaurant. Mm. And the gentleman working behind looked at us and said, "You know, you guys don't have to wear masks masks here." And um, thinking to myself, "Yeah, but." I'm gonna though. I also just, I also just feel like, again, outdoors is different. And this is also, I did for the first time in what feels like a year and a half go on a trip and I not wearing a mask outside was bizarre. And there were yeah. definitely a couple of instances where I was inside in a fairly large space mm -hmm. and also consuming beverages. Yeah. Where I have my mask off because it was like, well, I either don't do this or have right. my mask on. Right. And it was just very, very weird. Yeah. And I should articulate that more, but it just, it, again, it feels like everyone's pretending like it never happened. Yeah, it definitely does. And it's super <laughs> freaky. But I guess my, my actual point, and I'm struggling today, my apologies, snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot of ums out of this, is that I think... The people who were wearing masks, I think I, I would say a majority of the people who were wearing masks before the CDC said you didn't have to. I would argue that a majority of people were doing it because they felt more comfortable. And maybe that's just me speaking for myself. I know it's not all. Mm -hmm. I know there's a decent chunk of people who did it because they felt like they had to. Sure. But 
listen, for anxious people like me, let's think of it as an actual talisman, right? Like we joke that, oh, wearing a mask around your neck or under your nose, like mask as talisman, like just <laughs> owning the mask in your pocket will protect you. I think for a lot of us, it gave us the security to do things that we might have not otherwise done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you're just thinking, okay, well, this isn't 100% effective, but it's a hell of a lot better than if I wasn't wearing anything. Yes. Or just even again, like those of us, there's very few of us that care about other people. Like there was a lot of worry, like, oh, like I don't, I don't go anywhere, but what if I'm somehow an asymptomatic, you know, pre-vaccines, like what if I'm asymptomatic Yeah. and I'm going around and like breathing in everyone's space? It's like, well, yeah. then I'll have a mask on so that hopefully if I am, which I hope I'm not, but then we won't have to worry about it. Right. It's like, it feels a little extra safe. So, you know, I think in in some capitalism's awful. Uh, yeah, it certainly values healthy people because healthy people can work and produce money for the man. Mm -hmm. But God forbid you try to give yourself the time that you need to become healthy again. If again circumstances literally outside of your control make you ill mm -hmm. or seek health care. For again, things in the most, in mo many cases, totally outside your control or random happenstance, mm -hmm. had the situation been repeated a hundred times, 98 times probably wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. God forbid you do that because you're taking away time from, from the business. Oh my God. It's the worst. It is absolute, it's absolutely disgusting to see what we are viewed as, as members of the workforce. <sighs> Well, yeah, I mean, the older I get, and I've had a colleague get pissed at me about this, like, you're not that old. In my old wizened age, my 5'7", wizened, withered body, <laughs> just the older I get, the more, the more cynical I become, and just the more, like, they, all of this stuff is lip service, and I think the companies that say it the loudest are often the worst offenders agreed the the adage of like family-owned businesses and this is not certainly not a rule but you know mm -hmm. we're a family which is not the same as family-owned business but like we're a family is code for we're probably going to like for lack of a better word abuse you in some yeah. variety of ways but be like well you're not you know a team player and we are a family and da 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 da, -da. Absolutely. And, like, and, you know, companies will say you're valuable until it becomes financially better for them to get rid of you. And then mm -hmm. they will get rid of you without a moment's hesitation. Yes. And like, not to single anyone out, but I'm looking at you nonprofits. Like, hmm. I've been you. I've Are you hurling that mic around? <laughs> my mic just fell onto um, <laughs> my bosoms. And <laughs> uh, I listen, apologize. microphone, save it for after the podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> Just I'm looking at you nonprofits. They're always like I've worked at enough of these and I'm sure we all have had some experience one way or another where it's like, yeah, oh, they take such good care of their employees. Like everyone cares about everyone, individuality is coverage and everyone just like your health is so important. Like, no, it's actually not though. And they will let you go the second that they find out that like, oh, you know what? Actually, we don't like the fact that you're like a sick person. We don't, we, we don't like your immune system. Like you are not good enough to be us. I think, and this is a bit of a tangent, I I kind of feel like 
you learn this quickly because I think a lot of younger college age or high school age, whatever, we're all very idealistic, right? Yeah. And we want to go change the world and we want to go do this and that and the other thing. And when you work at one or more of these kinds of organizations and sometimes mm-hmm. they're not profits and sometimes they're not. Right. And you realize quickly that like the places that you would think you can do the most good mm-hmm. are more often terrible places to work. Yeah. And like some of it is because, you know, you're running around scrambling for funds and so you can't afford to pay people, which sucks, but I get it. But like, that's not all it is. Right. And it's just, and I think when you hear people tell you, oh, I think you, you know, you're really passionate. And I think you could, you know, really do good work at like, uh, have you thought about joining a nonprofit or whatnot? That shows me that they never have. Right. Absolutely. It's like, sir, madam, if I, <laughs> like if I could with and, and maintain my mental health, I would because yeah. yeah, I would love to do that over selling miscellaneous widget or whatever. <laughs> but the places that always seem the best from like a making a difference or changing the world inevitably kind of go to crap. And I've even heard about yeah. I've had friends and I'm not gonna indicate who they are, but right. if you're listening, who, you know, again, depending on who's in charge, things are great. And it seems like you're doing good work until someone is kind of concerned about the wrong stuff. Yep. And then you sort of feel like you're going, you have to go against your principles, which is kind of why you joined maybe in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. This actually lines up very well with a, a, um, a recent, I'd say the recent like past five to eight years learning for me. It's a two-parter. I've probably talked about it before, but it bears repeating. Part one, people who do good things are not necessarily good people. I think that <laughs> I think that's so important. Sometimes the people who loudly do the most quote unquote good things, you will quickly find are compensating. That doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. not doing something good, but it does mean if they make you feel like an asshole or dirt, it is because they can still be a bad person doing good things. And number two, this is almost a tangent off of that, but sometimes making an extremely painful decision that never feels good can still be the absolute right decision to make, which I feel like mm-hmm. is something that just from a principle standpoint, I wasn't taught. It was, I was like, oh, you always feel that little like granular goodness by like making the sacrifice or like, you know, yeah, you've like made a hard decision and like you've lost some things, but like deep down you feel warm and it's like, no, sometimes deep no. down you feel like death, but like you still did the right thing. And these are things that like, I think the nonprofit world, I don't know, these are things I learned in in nonprofit spaces and smaller nonprofit spaces that I think in this conversation bear sort of. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, not quite, but I was just, when you were saying that first point that Mm -hmm. people who do the most good are not necessarily the best people. This isn't, this is kind of reverse of that, but like, I've definitely heard stories and this is not, certainly not to make a blanket statement on like all Christianity, because this is hardly descriptive of all Christianity, but there are definitely those people that like do shitty things Mm -hmm. because I know them uh, do shitty things, but then kind of take the logic of, well, I'll just, and again, I'm, 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 a broadly religioning because I don't know enough about that religion. Totally. Which is weird for me to say. Strain of thought. People who do like shitty things and say bad stuff because the logic is like, well, I'll just confess it. Uh-huh. And the slate is wiped clean. And right. it's like, well, that, no, the whole point is, sure, <laughs> everyone makes mistakes. Right. 
And you go and you say, listen, I fudged up. I messed up. I did this thing or I did something. And again, that whole thing, you know, what what is considered bad or guilt inducing? That's a whole other story. I'm talking about what most people would consider objectively bad or objectively good things. That I that the point of that is not to like not like a get out of jail free card. It's Mm -hmm. the whole point is you're trying to generally be a good person, but no one's perfect. Right. Absolutely. That doesn't give you a be an asshole all the time card. Right. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you're right all the time. Right. A particular religion, belief system, whatever have you, doesn't, just because you strongly believe it doesn't mean everything you do is correct. Yeah. Confession is interesting. We didn't have that in my religion either. Well, listen, to bring it back to our main thing, just because everyone thinks COVID is over doesn't mean that it actually is. And listen, again, vaccinations are up fantastic yes don't wear a mask outdoors if you're vaccinated fantastic yep some of this stuff is great but oh my goodness we've opened up the fucking floodgates yes yeah and i guess maybe maybe i'm the crazy person ranting on the sidewalk and sorry to use that term (laughs) but like no one else thinks it's weird yeah no it's super weird no one else feels like you're just went back in time two years and this never happened. Yeah, and you're you, you time travel and you're like, guys, guys, in a year. And everyone's saying, ah, mm, I don't, <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Like, yeah. No, no, really, it's going to happen. Yeah. You just feel like everyone has forgotten yes. about it. Why are we apologizing for saying things that are proven to be correct? And certainly every fucking organization has forgotten about it then yep. the new normal is now we gotta go back to normal mm-hmm. that language has flipped really fucking quick real quick i've heard like people i was talking to today were like well this wasn't gonna be forever and we have to go back to normalcy and, da, 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 da. and people have to be willing to shift their schedules around with a month's notice which is by the way an, incre- an incredibly privileged thing to say yes that's insane just you know the we all were saying, oh, maybe mask usage will be more common and people will be given more leeway for sick time because nobody wants the plague to spread through the office mm-hmm. and remote work will become more viable option. And I, I mean, I will say compared to two years ago, sure. Is sure. it exactly the same? No. But I think we all thought that the percentage of these arguably better things for a lot of people would be a lot higher right now mm-hmm. than it is. Yes. I think it's just easier like no one, no one wants, no one wants to stand for anything because it doesn't make them any money. Right. Absolutely not. <sighs> so it's exhausting. Well, that's that's our show, folks. <laughs> and, and snakes. It's uh, it's. I mean, listen. If you're vaccinated and you're jazzed about going outside and going inside without a mask, you do you, my friend. I'm no. not trying to police you. No. This is certainly us stating our opinions. If you are not vaccinated, don't be a dick and wear a mask. Yeah. I know you probably won't, but do. But I think for for those of us that that just maybe lived through it more intimately than others, and I don't uh-huh. know how else to say that, it's very, it's a very, it's a very jarring time. And I think a lot of people who thought maybe this is going to be an opportunity for us to actually take me seriously and not treat me like I'm other Mm -hmm. or not, you know, give me certain opportunities because quote unquote normal society wasn't built around it uh, are quickly finding out, well, shit, it's cheaper to do that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, well, 
uh, host number two, you were going to say something and I was about to cut you off and I will be quiet. <laughs> I don't know that I was. I was, right. I was just here agreeing with you. I All did right. have the brief thought, how does a snake wear a mask? But then I remembered Ooh. those over the head ones. Like the visors or like the face shields? Like the one, well, those two. But I was oh, thinking, the one with the little plastic thing in front that's kind of. <laughs> you know, so I'm even thinking like, you know how there's some that tie behind your ears? Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones that tie behind your head in two places. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm just, yeah, yeah sneakies. That's little there snakes. for you. Yeah. Wear your mask if you're an unvaccinated snake. <laughs> Otherwise, though, no, just agreeing, just strong agree with everything that you're saying. The memory, the COVID memory has been surprisingly short, but I mean, I'm going to keep doing what I think is the right thing to do and hope yeah. others will respect that. Well, and I hope, I hope other people out there in the big wide world respect you listeners because you deserve to be respected and you deserve to be listened to you sure do um, and we love you and we hope you're you hope you're doing good if nothing else uh, where we are warmer days are ahead if yes. you're in the united states so enjoy that if you're not uh <laughs> no if you're a snake you're gonna dig that because cold-blooded yes you'll dig that so yeah. enjoy it snakes happy snake weather <laughs> well we'll see you in a couple weeks bye loves bye